Hello, and welcome to The Gospel Life. I'm Neil Tu, author of the book, The Gospel Life, and host of this podcast. In my 20s, I spent three years living among the monks. I learned from them an incredibly rich and fruitful way to pray called Lexio Divina, which is Latin for sacred reading. Lexio Divina is a Christian spiritual practice that has been around for over a thousand years. It's a way of entering into the presence of God who speaks in his word, listening to that word, meditating on it, retaining it, and responding in prayer to God who has just spoken to us. I follow this practice every day, and in this podcast, I share with you its fruits. I hope it blesses you. Episode number four, Winged as Eagles. What would it be like to move in the spirit the way an eagle moves in the air? Normally, I reflect on the readings of Sunday's liturgy, but today a different reading has grabbed my attention. Isaiah chapter 40. This might be my favorite chapter in all of the Old Testament. If you have never read it from first verse to last, I invite you to schedule 10 minutes this week to do so. It's a treasure that will reward you many times over. What I'd like to do today is to give you a flavor for this chapter and then to reflect on one verse that really moves me. This chapter, Isaiah 40, begins with a phrase you will recognize, quote, comfort, give comfort to my people, unquote. It is the voice of God giving to his priestly people a message he intends for all the people of Israel. What you may not know is that the word translated here as comfort is parakalete. That's the Greek word. This is the, this is the verb form of paraclete the same word Jesus will later use for the Holy Spirit. See John chapter 14, verse 26. He uses the word paraclete or comforter. So what we have here is God calling upon his priestly people in some sense to be ambassadors of the Holy Spirit, to paraclete the people. The word is rich in resonance. The next phrase continues a similar theme. Quote, speak to the heart of Jerusalem. Unquote. Elsewhere in Scripture, it is God who speaks to the heart of the people. For example, Hosea chapter 2, verse 14. So the message of this first verse is that God is imparting to his priestly people the capacity to be instruments of his spirit, extensions of his own voice. This is deeply moving. There are several beautiful themes presented in the rest of this chapter. There is the theme of mercy, the theme of readiness to welcome the coming of God. There is the theme of the transitory nature of human life versus the permanence of God's word. God is presented here as a shepherd who feeds his sheep and gathers them in his arms. He is presented as a mighty, omniscient creator who measures the waters of the earth in his palms and who holds the dust of the earth in his fingers. Before this God, the nations of the earth placed on a scale would weigh less than a wisp of cloud, says Isaiah. This is a mighty, majestic and transcendent God. He is a creator who summons the stars in their myriads, numbers them, and calls them each by name. Isaiah chapter 40 presents a picture of God at once mighty and tender, a God who wants to reveal himself to his people, who summons a priestly people to be his ambassadors. 
This is all just backdrop to encourage you to read the chapter. But there's one verse I want to pause before and ruminate over, one I have always understood to be translated in a certain way, but have discovered that there might be a better way. The verse is this, and I'm going to struggle with this, but it goes like this. Hoi de hupo menontes ton theon, tero fuesusin hos ayatoi. It's usually translated as those who wait upon the Lord will soar on wings like eagles. I can't verify what I'm about to say from the Hebrew, but the Greek translation from the Hebrew, known as the Septuagint, enables us to reach a moving insight. The key verb is terofueo. You'll recognize the root tero from terux, meaning wing, hence the word Pterodactyl means a creature with wings as fingers, tero and dactyl. Plus the verb, so if we go back to our verb terofueo, we see the, the verb root fuo meaning to grow. Thus we see that terofueo does not mean soar on wings per se. It means more literally to grow wings or to be winged. Thus, the phrase that is normally translated, those who wait upon the Lord will soar on wings like eagles, should be translated, those who wait upon the Lord will grow wings like eagles or will be winged like eagles. There is a crucial difference because to soar on wings like eagles suggests flight, but flight upon appendages that properly belong to eagles. But to be winged like an eagle means the change has happened in the soul itself. It means the soul itself grows wings or is winged. The soul in itself develops the capacity of flight. Isaiah 40 verse 31 thus means that the soul of one who waits upon the Lord can move in the spirit as a winged eagle moves in the air. Whatever this analog to wings is, it is co-natural to the soul. It is a part of its essence. It means that which is to spirit, what wing is to air, grows within the soul. This is heavy, so let me try to restate this verse. The soul that waits on the Lord, believes in, hopes in, and counts on the Lord. This is a soul with the gift of deep faith. Such a soul develops the capacity, the innate capacity to rest in, to rest upon, and to move in the spirit, just as the wing enables the eagle to move through the air and at times to rest in the air. Such a soul can paraclete another human being, can speak to the heart of Jerusalem, as we saw in the beginning of Isaiah chapter 40, because in such a soul, the spirit acts and such a soul acts in the Spirit. This is the gift God gives to his priestly people to make them his ambassadors. We thus receive a sharper grasp of this amazing analogy of eagle flight in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. The soul that waits upon God will be a soul that learns to move in the Spirit as an eagle moves in air. I want to draw a connection to the gospel passage of this Sunday. Mark chapter 10, verse 35 to 45. There Jesus tells James and John that greatness consists in service, not in personal glory. 
Service and charity are like the air in which the Christian soul learns to move. If we truly seek God, it is in charity and service that we will find him. And finding him there, we will find ourselves moving and acting in his spirit. We will be winged. And as we move upon these wings, we will find ourselves moving in the spirit. We will develop a quality of being, a spiritual nature, a virtue, a strength. I believe this is the spiritual heart that Ezekiel describes being given to the believer. This gift will enable us to move in the spirit the way an eagle moves in air. We close with a prayer. Father, those who wait on you will be winged as eagles. This is your promise. This is the word Isaiah speaks. You give your priestly people the capacity to move in your spirit the way an eagle moves in air. I believe you. I trust in you. I will stand and I will move in that grace that you give. I will act with that quality of soul you give, those wings of the soul you give to your children. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Gospel Life. I hope this podcast encourages you to practice Lexio Divina in your own life. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe to this channel or follow it. You might also want to purchase a copy of the book which inspired this podcast and where I explain a method of Lexio Divina that can work for lay people. To learn more, please visit thegospellife.net. Thank you very much.